Hey guys. Hola. What's up? ¿Qué tal? Welcome. Bienvenidos a Morenitas Abroad. Stay tuned as we brutally, honestly, and truthfully tell you the things that go down in our lives abroad in Madrid. Thanks for tuning in to Morenitas Abroad. For the new listeners, I'm Brittany. And I'm Michelle. Our past few episodes have been about this epidemic, the coronavirus, and something that stood out to us greatly was that now in China, this epidemic is being blamed on foreigners from African countries. There are blatant signs banning them from restaurants, malls, and other various places around China. Sadly, racism is alive and well around the world, and we just want to express our own experience. Yeah, I think it's insane that this whole thing like started in China and they're sitting here blaming people from African countries. Like the audacity to do that, it's just <clears throat> it's just crazy. I mean, we're both from South Florida, so like I growing up personally never really felt racism like blatantly towards me. Like I never I never I never felt it growing up. Like what about you in South Florida? same i mean i feel like just because miami miami for lauderdale is such a diverse place you see so many people that look like you that are from the same places that you're from so you kind of feel like a sense of familiarity um and you kind of are able to find your community in some type of way so i would say the same i never really experienced it firsthand like i know other people have definitely had it yeah like i hear some stories and growing up that it's just like i never really had that and like I did go to like basically like schools where there was like one other black person in my class like that was it it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't like there was a huge minority of black people in my classes but I never felt like left out or disliked because of the color of my skin at least while growing up the funny thing is though that when I went into high school I switched to uh, like predominantly like black Spanish high school and there people like made fun of me so much like oh my god you're so white you're such an Oreo like that was the craziest thing for me because it's like I'm experiencing like this racism from my own race because I don't fit into like their box of like not speaking correctly and like having goals I guess like I don't know that that's one of the things that I, like, definitely hated growing up was people being like, oh, my God, you talk so wet. You're such an Oreo. Like, my bad. I pronounce my words. And Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess that, that just brings another thing because, like, sometimes you think racism is from, like, another another group, but you can feel it from your own, you know, people of your own race. So the same. I experienced that all the time just because I, I felt like I spoke correctly or grammatically correct. Everyone would say that, you know, like, I'm white. Why does speaking correctly mean that I'm white? Why can't we all just speak correct English? You know, like, why is that a thing? (laughs) Exactly. That was one thing that literally always blew my mind when people would say that to me. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Next. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but I think it also comes from, well, I can't even say it comes from ignorance, too, because slang is also like a culture in itself. Like the people who live in, you know, Northern America and the y'all, like that's, that's, people from the south they talk like that so i mean in some places it's seen as ghetto which i feel like 
how we see it down in South Florida. It's like if someone speaks like that, they are referred to as being ghetto. Whereas I feel like if you live in a different part of the states, it's referred as to like your accent or that's just how you talk and that's the slang from where you're from. You know, that's so true. But I also just feel like it's ends up being like this mindset thing that has just kind of fallen down or come down from generations where it's like if you do speak in a proper voice like you're white like no i'm not like look at my skin i'm black like we can be proper too like we can be great like look at our well our president no (laughs) our (laughs) ex-president like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i just that phrase to me was always just like you're at the end of the day putting yourself down like you're saying Mm -hmm. like i'm too good to be black in a sense you know what i mean like yeah yeah and most it was mostly making it seem like being white is the standard too it's like anything good that you do has to be like connected to being white yeah exactly So it's like, huh? It's it's crazy, yeah. So I definitely definitely experienced that. Another crazy thing for me was, it wasn't up until middle school. Um, and there's this phase going around where like everyone had like the chonga eyebrows, like like super yeah, super thin yeah. eyebrows, and the really scrunched hair. And I was like scrunching my hair at that time. I was relaxing my hair, and so I was scrunching it to make it curly. And I had one of my like Hispanic friends tell me like, "So is your hair like naturally straight?" And I told her yes. And it wasn't until, like, looking through baby photos, I was like, Mom, my hair is curly. Like, I don't understand. How can I make it this way? And she's like, Michelle, your hair is curly. We just, like, put something in to make it straight. And I was, when I tell you, like, dumbfounded, like, what? Like, that makes no crazy. Like, that's crazy. I don't understand. When was the first time you relaxed your hair then? I was maybe, like, two or three. Like, I was super young. Oh, my God. Super young damn yeah. that's crazy that's crazy yeah. oh my god <laughs> so it's like i really had never seen yeah, my hair you in had another no way yeah yeah like no. when you and told like you telling me that story i'm like how don't you know is she crazy like how would you know yeah. if you started relaxing your hair when you're three? Oh my god poor you you were probably sitting there I like know. mom my head's on fire <laughs> <laughs> yep oh my gosh that relaxer burns and the thing is it's so crazy because like black hair is just like a whole nother topic but, like, just to see, like, what we go through, just to, like, keep this other standard of beauty that we think we have to, you know, yeah. to keep up with. And so just finding out that my hair was actually curly and I was scrunching it with gel to make it something that it would already was. So I was like, wow, like, how crazy. Now I can just, like, leave the relaxer for a few months and I have curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so it was God. Like I can't believe that. Thought. At three years yeah. old. I think I got my first relaxer when I was, like, in middle school like I want to say like 12 or 11 mm-hmm. and I think my cousin got it before me and I was just like oh my god well and my aunts would do it too so I would see them like straining their hair I'm like oh my god please I want yeah. straight hair I want it <laughs> and yeah I think I started in middle school but I can't believe you started well your parents started yeah. you so young and now yeah. and are you natural now too now I'm natural. And the, yeah. their reasoning for it was because I was dancing really young. From, like, three, I was doing dance. So my mom said it was easier to, like, maintain my hair for, like, recitals and stuff when it was just relaxed. But I think that just attributes to, just like, not knowing how to deal with black hair. You yeah. know, and it's, like, not knowing to do and being used to it. So, like, the easiest thing is, ah, let's slap on a perm and, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just better. But, but, yeah, now I'm natural. And, I mean... It's a that's a whole process in itself, but I oh think oh my god, I know <laughs> it's it's a whole process. But I think being natural, like 
it allows you to be so much more diverse. Like, if you do want straight hair, you can just straighten it instead of permanently making it straight, you know? Yeah. I know. I look at pictures when I, like, scrunch my hair too curly when it was mm-hmm. relaxed. And it's funny, like, the difference now. But And it just relaxers take out so much of your hair. Like, I have a full yeah. freaking like lion's yeah. mane of hair and before like i could put my curls into like a hair tie like i can't use a uh-huh. normal hair tie most of the time not at all so like you lose so much crazy. volume mm-hmm. it's it's completely different yeah we're but... trying to conform to the beauty standards i know now i'm being a little bit rebellious but i think yeah for me that's those are the ways that i've experienced racism but it's more like reverse racism in a way but yeah. i don't think i've ever really experienced it firsthand you know like someone being like directing it towards what would you say yeah um growing up no but once i went abroad um i kind of well i one of my first experiences was i was in morocco so morocco is a country in africa for those of you who don't know and i went into like this little store i saw this bag that i liked i was asking the guy like oh, do you have another color, another color? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go down and get it. And like, no, no, don't worry. It's okay. He's like, no, no, yes, yes, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, okay. So he comes, he brings the colors. I'm like, "Mm, no, don't really like these colors. Like, thanks anyway. Bye. And he got so pissed at me. He's like, go back to your country, you African, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hello. Like, you're the African. (laughs) And like, your country is like in the continent of Africa. And you're telling me to like go back home. And I was like, "Uh, excuse me, sir. Like, I'm fucking American. Like, what are you saying? Like, I don't know. It was just really funny because he was technically in the sense the african not okay. me no for sure for sure <laughs> and um, i feel like yeah that's just ignorant oh. yeah no i mean all racism is ignorant it's yeah. just when it gets to that point of like hatred and doing like evil things that's when it gets crazy but the other time i experienced it was in madrid actually I was, like, outside of the center where my old school used to be, and I went to the bank. And in Spain, at the bank... Okay, in the banks in America, you stand in line, and you wait. There's a a line. In Spain, people just, like, stand around and say, like, who's the last person? Who's next? (laughs) Like, there's no line. And I didn't know this at the time, so... There were, like, four people in the bank. Two people were, like, standing in a kind of line. And then there was this old man just, like, sitting on the side. And so I stood in the line, or what I thought was the line. And when it was my turn, I went to go. And he, like, started going crazy. He's like, it was my turn. This black girl just took my spot. These stupid foreigners in our country, they need to get out of here. They're ruining it. I'm just like... Uh, I didn't know it was your turn. If you want to go, like, you can go. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, go. Like, yes, you were here before me, but all you had to say is you were here before me. He's like, no, you foreigners just, oh, you're the worst. Like, he was just going mm-hmm. off, and I was just like, okay, screw you. Like, and I just did what I mm-hmm. needed to do. And then I had to go, like, into another office to do something else. And that's when he just went, like, black. Like, he was saying, like, negros, negros, they're the worst. Like, he just went crazy and then i like walked back out i was like 
I'm sorry, because I was listening to the conversation and he was getting, like, his car repossessed or something. I was like, I'm sorry that, like, you don't have money and, like, you're upset that I do, but, like, you need to, like, figure out your life. And he was, like, 90 years old, but I was Uh like, that's not going to stand by. Like, I'm not ruining your country. Like, I'm actually, like, working in your country. Like, you're the one who can't pay rent. (laughs) Like, your car bill. No, but But seriously, and it's, like, so annoying when those things happen because, it's like, you can be having a bad day, whatever's going on, but, like, for you to be outrageous and, like, say it's because I'm black, like, it's, I mean, yeah. if anyone, if it was a Spanish person that did that, like, would he have acted the same way, you of know? Of course not. That's where, like, the racism part comes in, but, I mean, personally, I just think Spain as a whole is a racist country in the sense of just any other race that's not theirs. Mm-hmm. Like, to the Chinese, to Africans, to just any other yeah. race. But I just think it more ties into the culture of, like, <clears throat> they were so closed off from the world for so long. Like, sorry. Yeah. So closed off from the world for so long with the whole Civil War and Franco, like, a dictatorship. There yeah. was no people coming in. So it's not like France or Germany or, like, England that had more people coming into their country. Um, and we're able to, like, assimilate to it all. Like, Spain is just, I just think yeah, in the core they're, of itself, they're, it's kind honestly, of a little racist. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I always tell people that are from Spain, because I'm, like, or from Madrid, I'm, like, you guys kind of just got out of a dictatorship. Like, it was, what, like, 30, 40 yeah, years like ago? Yeah, 30, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, they're really a baby to the democracy. So, I, it's, like, I can understand it to some point, because it's, like, you know, it takes a while but then at the same yeah. time, it's like, just open your freaking mind. Like, it shouldn't yeah. be that hard. I mean, that's the hard part is, like, um, I mean, he was really old. So, like, I can see the perspective of him just being, like, bigoted and old and inset in his ways. The sad thing is, like, when you hear these stories, like, today in the media, that it's people, like, in high school saying, like, such racist things and posting, like, these racist videos. It's like, hello, how are we still so far behind as, like, a nation world country like i don't know how is this still happening in the world it's it's crazy i mean even the in france how those scientists were saying oh we need to go test the coronavirus vaccine in africa like why yeah for what like we're not test monkeys like we're not guinea pigs at all yeah (laughs) it's annoying because if anything bad happens, they always want to say, like, it came from Africa. So it's, like, there's a bad thing going on everywhere. Because I feel like Africa right now maybe has some of the, like, least amount of cases, if I'm not wrong. Or there's not that many cases as for, you know, the States no, or Spain. Sure. yeah. But it's, like, they're fine. Like, why are you going to test this out on them? Like, <laughs> let them be. Yeah, so, it's just, it's crazy. No, it's, it's annoying. But um, you mentioned how the guy in the bank uh, called you Negra. And we even decided to name our podcast Morenitas Abroad. So how do you feel about those words, negra, morenita? Like, do you feel any type of way? Is it a touchy subject for you? I mean, personally, morenitas doesn't bother me because it's, like, brown. I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't bother me. But, like, if someone was saying something to me in, like, a derogatory term and said, like, negrita, negra, I would probably take it, like, offensive. Um, But not as much as like I would in the states as if it was like the n-word because it doesn't hold the same context you know what I mean like they're literally just calling me like black skin which is still I don't approve of like I don't say oye blanquito like blanco come here you know what I mean so I mean I did do that once 
Uh, one of my boyfriend's friends, he would like say like, he's like, ay, tu novia negrita. I was like, tu amigo blanquito. Like, and then he finally stopped because he realized like, okay, why would I be like, like I have a fucking name. Don't call me like, ah, tu novia negrita. Um, but morenita, it doesn't bother me. I don't know. And I guess negrita in the concept, but I never really like had anyone besides that one experience and my boyfriend's friend ever like call me that. I guess I don't know. What about you? My friends would call me Negra, and at first, the first time that I heard it, I was a bit like taken back because I just had never been referred to as that. But then I, I think like when learning Spanish too, something else comes with like learning things with context because it can be taken out of proportion also too because it's just another language. So kind of knowing the context that they were the context and what they were saying it, and knowing their intention was not anything bad it was just yeah. i'm really the only like black girl that's in the our group of friends and they're just referring it to me as like we would yeah. refer to someone as gringo or you know so i never really taken it the wrong way if it was said to me with bad intentions and yeah i think so but at the end i think it's always better just to be called yeah. you know referred to as your name because you're given a name for a reason but I think, I mean, I think it's just a cultural thing, too. And I think that's why we chose to name our podcast, like, Morenitas Abroad. You're so right. Context is everything. I mean, someone saying, negro, negro, in Spanish just does not hold the same weight as someone calling you the N-word in the States because of all of the history, slavery, abuse, lynchings. Like, it just, it's not the same. I think, in a way, like, as black people, we kind of can say, because I feel like it's taking back how the word was used against us and we're using it in our own way now um i mean some may agree with me some may not but um i really just have a problem with yeah. anyone who's not black saying i mean this word is just so controversial because there's so many angles to look at it and the angle that everyone will always see is that no non-black person should ever say the word that i agree with a thousand and ten percent like no but in my personal opinion i really don't approve of even black people saying it to each other because i do understand that there are people that say exactly what you said that you're taking control of the word using it between yourselves but also in the sense of doing that, you're make you're taking away the history of the word, especially for the people who aren't black. You know what I mean? A white person standing there, he sees two black people between themselves saying the N-word, 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 and thinks, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah. When it's, it's just, I don't know, like, the way that my mom raised me, she just always raised me to never say that word. Like, I told you before when I moved to high school like I moved to an all-black high school everyone was saying the n-word I remember saying it like mm-hmm. once and my mom was like word <laughs> I'm not gonna say she oh beat God. me because yeah I, I was already in high school like she's not gonna do that but she just like yeah. sat down and explained to me like why would you ever call somebody that because it is rooted in a derogatory sense like it was to mm-hmm. talk about slaves like I don't know I just never use it I don't I I don't. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> no. No, I got you. Um, and some. I was having this conversation with a, a friend the other day about how we use as women, this has come a little bit different, but how we use as women the term bitch and how yeah. it's like, it's not, a, it's not a good thing that you should be calling your friend, but now in our culture, it's become like, 
bitch, stop it, you know? Oh, yeah, I love calling people bitch. <laughs> Hi, bitch. So I think, bitch? Exactly. So See, it's the not the same. With, yeah, that's the thing. The problem with comparing to the things, it has, it's not the same in any sense. Yeah. Black people were enslaved for hundreds of years, and they were dro- called the N-word, and it was derogatory. Like, call it, like yes, the bitch was a cuss word for so long, but now it's so desensationalized that it doesn't hold that same effect. But, I mean, if you go to your mom and say, hey, bitch, I mean, your mom will be pissed. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more like something in our generation with friends. But I just, I don't know. I just, I will never really agree with, I don't even really like listening to rap songs that have the N-word, to be honest. Like, when that part comes on, I don't say it. I make sure my Spanish boyfriend doesn't say it. Like, I don't know. I just, to me, like, slavery was just such a big part of American history. And, like, the injustices that black people went through. And those injustices still exist today. 100%. Like, black people in a societal sense, are still being, like, marginalized. Like, we're still, like, put in the corner and thought of as last. Mm -hmm. And even though that the N-word is used by so many rappers and all these people, it's like, you're not realizing... I feel like you're still putting yourself in that box, you know? I don't know. I feel like that makes no sense. (laughs) No, but I I get what you mean. Like, I feel like sometimes I always say, like, I attribute everything to miami but like i grew up saying the word just because i think it personally is like so heavily in miami culture like we say i feel like it, here we say it as if it's like a bro like when you use a word it's like you're calling something your bro you know mm-hmm. um and i didn't realize i stopped saying it really until i moved to madrid because it was like like i don't have anyone to say that to like no one here says it like it's just not a thing yeah so like if i do talk to someone who's who's a friend from back home and they say it, like i hear it's like i hear it now and yeah the way that i like now i don't say it but the way that i feel about it honestly is the same as i think with bitch maybe sometimes that comes out of my mouth too and i don't even realize but i think <laughs> i think if something's like meant to be derogatory like we could call each other that and it's cool between us but if a guy sees us call us call each other that they might think it's okay for us to for them to call us yeah that, you know yeah so i think but also yeah <laughs> yeah no i just think it's like it's more so for the other groups who are not a part of it, like, for them not to think it's an okay thing. Or, like like you said, as black people, for us to be saying it, it makes people who are not black think it's okay. You know, it mm-hmm. it makes it seem like the whole issue of slavery just wasn't that big of a deal because now we're just calling each yeah. other the N-word. That and from my personal view and opinion, it goes back to, like, how people saying, like, oh, my God, you're so white. You talk like white girl. You're an Oreo. It's like, stop. I feel like black people as a whole community likes to put themselves down in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, not likes to, but it just happened. It's years of yeah. being put down that they're just used to doing it and they think it's okay to do it within themselves. Yeah. You don't hear Jewish people calling themselves like, oh, what's ha- what's up, Kike? Like, that's such a derogatory term for them. They would never call themselves that, you know? So yeah. I see mm-hmm. the point of view where people are like, oh, we're taking the word for ourselves and changing the meaning. But at the end of the day, it still is rooted in such 
horror. Yeah. Like, no, I definitely injustice. get that. But, okay, so... It just rooted... Ugh, I don't know. So badly that I don't want to use it. And I really don't like when anyone around me uses it. Yeah, and that definitely goes into how one group of people can see something as totally okay. And the other can see it as offensive and just um, not. So I think that definitely goes into the topic of cultural appropriation versus appreciation, where it's like some people think that a group of people are stealing another group's culture or like their trends, their style, whereas like it's okay when another group does it. For example, braids. I mean, with the whole thing with braids, funny story. Um, I mean, growing up, my mom always put me in braids, but like I never had braids with like weave, like never. I didn't. My first time I put, like, weave in my hair with braids was when I was, like, in... When I was in Spain. That was the first time... Wow. <laughs> I ever did... Yeah, I ever did braids with weave. Um, The whole thing with that concept is, like... Okay, for example, if you see a black girl, like... Doesn't matter if she's pretty. Doesn't matter anything. But she has, like, purple braids. Most people are gonna think, Oh, my God, she's so ghetto. Like, she has purple braids. Oh, my God. But if you see, like, this white girl walking down the street with, like, blonde purple braids, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's so trendy. Like, that's so cool. Or that's ugly, (laughs) (laughs) which mostly is what I'm going to say. But, like, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't, people don't say, like, oh, my God, wow, she's so ghetto. Yeah. About a white person wearing braids. And that's, like, the part for me where I don't like it. It's like, oh, this white person does it. It's so trendy, so cool, so different. But, like. Uh, that's not different. Black people have been doing this for centuries, like... For sure. And that goes with the same thing, like, with the, like, the trend of the Kardashians doing, like, the corn rolls. And, I mean, there's so many things that they've they've started that seem like they've started a trend when really black people have been doing forever, but have just been, like, it's been negatively commented on for us. But when any other race does it, it's, like, cool or trendy or it's funky or just like different and it's like i've been doing this like why are you stealing my my style you know i mean the whole thing about black people black culture and american society is it's like it's in the american society it's so ingrained in every part of it to have black people at the bottom like in the justice system like economically it just it was a system literally built against us like prisons were built in the sense of free, like, slavery was banned, so they decided, oh, you know what, we'll start jails, and in the jails, they're going to work. They still Mm -hmm. work for free. That's why most jails have black people in it, because that's how it was started, to make, like, free labor labor camps for black people. Getting arrested for doing nothing. (laughs) Oh, I don't know, you drank out of the wrong wrong water fountain. Jail. (laughs) Like... I don't know. Just the whole American system is rigged against black people. And I will always believe that until the day that it changes. I mean, look at Flint, Michigan. They still don't have clean water like six years later. Why? Because Mm -hmm. it's a black community. I'm sure if it was happening in Calabasas, uh, (laughs) it would be so, you know what I mean? Like it'd be fixed in two hours. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, just... no, I definitely, I definitely agree. I think my thing is because I've had this heated discussion with one of my friends, Nia. Shout out, Nia. She's super, like, she has such a strong opinion on appropriation versus appreciation. So she thinks, like, 
if anyone puts braids it's not black she's like you're wrong like you can't do it. yeah and for me i have a different way of seeing it because i think it's wrong where it's like for let's give the example of kylie jenner for example so if i'm putting braids and i like put a post on instagram i'm not getting any money but like maybe this is a bad example but like kylie jenner does it and she gets money or like when the group who's adopting the trend or whatever it is who's getting more money for it or more praise than like the, the group where it belongs to that's where i think it's a problem like i don't mind because you're appreciating my culture like you like it so much that you want to adopt it not because of any reason but that you like it so i feel like why not accept that people like like your culture and they you know they just want to show their appreciation but i think when the credit goes to the group that it doesn't belong to is when it gets you know when things get mixed up the problem there i totally see what you're saying but it's just like the person who's wearing it maybe they do appreciate it but the problem is society is in a hold. They're not going to say, oh, wow, she's appreciating black culture. <laughs> like That's yeah. not going to be their response to it, you know? So it's just, I get the sense of what your friend is saying. But then it's also like, well, white people can say, oh, so why are you straightening your hair? You don't have straight hair. You're trying to be white, which is where that all started from. But... I don't know the whole hairstyle thing I try not to look into it that much because do whatever you want like I'm still probably gonna think braids on a white person don't look good yeah so even apart from hairstyles just like for example in Spain since moving I realized how big a thing blackface was because for the day of the three kings they have the the three kings I really don't know their names uh, um yeah I don't know either I have no clue, but there's one who is who's black, and yeah. there's a a huge parade in Madrid. Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure in other places in Spain, but especially Madrid, a huge parade that goes throughout um, Castellano, and they have you know people who are playing the characters of the three kings, and one is black. And I think last year they picked an actually like a black person as a character, but I know for the longest they were picking you know someone who is Spanish or just not black, and then painting their faces black. So, and that was a huge, huge thing, a big controversy. Yeah. People do that all around Spain for Los Reyes, for the Three Kings, that people paint their face black. It's such a hard topic, and I don't agree that people should do it. But I also don't see that they're doing it to be facetious or to, like, make fun of black people. You know what I mean? I think that's the difference that comes in it to me. Like, I still don't think it's appropriate. I still don't think they should do it. But, for example, like, I know in America, there have been people who have, like, black parties and all the white people, like, paint their faces black just to make fun of black people, which is different, you know? No, yeah, I, def I agree with you. But for me, I think just why not find someone who's black? Like, you don't have to paint your face, <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a person of darker skin yeah. or maybe there's just someone who's black who Spanish or play the character, you know? What happens is I just don't think Spain as a whole is cultured enough to realize that like it's not okay. Like they're not they were never taught that it's like not okay. You know what I mean? Because for example, like my boyfriend, his family, they do every year 
um, like this huge costume party in August, and his family was going as like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and they're like, "Oh, we have to get like dark makeup," and I'm like, "Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no need to do that. Like, go as you are. Like, I was like, if I'm dressed as Marilyn Monroe, like, I'm not gonna paint my face black. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, "Okay," like they didn't realize that it was like not okay to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I think that's the difference in a sense is that most of them don't know that it's not okay they don't know that it's not offensive they're not most of them aren't doing it to be offensive whereas in the states it's done in an offensive manner to be offensive to make fun of black people and that's the difference and like as americans you see people who are white doing it and you're offended of course but you also have to look from their point of view instead of just getting like so upset about it and like oh my god they're racist like talk to them and be like no it's not okay it's inappropriate and they say like oh really okay wow i didn't know like move on it's it's a little bit different i don't know yeah i was just gonna ask you if you think for those who are just not educated about you know the history or why that might be offensive do you think it's our job as black people to educate them or should of they, course. you know, or should they educate themselves? Like, I was watching a show the other day where there's a lot of controversy of, like, a black, you know, black woman who's friends with, with a white woman, and she was having some issues, and the black girl basically told her, it's not my job to educate you. Like, you need to read up on things. But I feel like, as a person, you don't just, like, willingly say, oh, let me pick up a book about black history and read it just so I can be woke. You know, like, I feel like sometimes you need to have someone there who could help you exactly i mean that's why you have friends and that's the whole point of communication for you to understand someone else's point of view to help you see things that you might not see and the way to say it is like oh it's your job to do it like of course it's not your job but if this is your friend and she's doing something that's inappropriate or like offensive to you or to your race in a whole, of course you should say something and stand up. And if they don't take it in the right way, then that's someone that should have never been your friend in the first place. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I've had situations where I do feel comfortable enough to correct people, and there's been others where I don't. It depends, you know, just a moment where we are, like, how that conversation might end. Maybe I don't want to, like, start a controversy right then and there. But at the same time, I feel like maybe someone else, like me, might not have the guts to just like educate them so i think if you get the opportunity it's the best time to like tell them hey like this might be offensive it's not okay like you need to be a little bit more aware no yeah i guess that is hard um depending on the situation of course but if it's a one-on-one situation or if these people are your friends then like you should be able to talk to them in a sensible manner (laughs) yeah it shouldn't have to like go crazy i mean truth be told there have been times where like people who are not black around me have said the n word and i'm not like oh my god go to hell like i'm not going crazy on them but like i'm also like don't say that to me like it's not appropriate for you to say like don't say that around me yeah i mean i definitely think i've had more instances where i feel like i have to educate people in the states than i have in madrid yeah for sure or, like, one time I said to this guy who was, like, saying the N-word. He was saying it to these two white girls. He's like, mine, come uh-huh. over here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm what? like, oh, I didn't know you were black. And he's like, ha, 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 you're so funny. I was like, ha, ha, I'm serious. Like, yeah. what are you doing? 
And he was just like, it's just like, hey, bro. And I'm like, well, you're not a bro, so take it out your mouth. And yeah. like, then we moved on from there. Yeah, no, especially because like no one in the, I mean, like we were talking about before, like it shouldn't be okay regardless. But for me, it's just more striking because no one in that situation was black. So like, yeah, <laughs> that's just like, what? I mean, I was, yeah. I was black and I was there, but like, it's like, no, it's just how that person, he goes to, he went to IE too. Of course. He, <laughs> it was just how their group of people talk, yeah. like, and like, I hung out with them once and it was like, no, yeah, not, not my circle, like, no. Yeah, definitely. But I guess all in all, we're just kind of saying that racism is just unacceptable in all forms. And we're just speaking of our experiences as black women, but like right now, people are dealing with just the controversy in China with this virus and there's so many just different instances of racism all around the world and I think it's a time especially with everything going on for us to be just super sensitive to everyone and be respectful and know that you just have to be a little bit more culturally aware and even if it's something that you're not used to if you didn't grow up learning these things or you know no one told you but just to think first and and ask if you you're not sure of it but just be respectful towards people and everyone with love exactly don't be stupid be respectful <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly don't be don't be ignorant have a little common sense yeah. well common you know, sense is not that common <laughs> it's not it's not and that's a mistake that i make a lot of the time just thinking that might everyone might think like me or people might just be more open-minded and sometimes realize they're not yeah that's so. definitely true i mean all we can do is just respect one another like and I think that's something, sadly, in this day and age that we're losing as a nation in America, that people are just losing respect. They don't they don't respect each other. The things that you hear on the news now are just crazy. And in this crazy time, just remember to be respectful to one another. You might not agree with them. You might not even like them. But that doesn't mean you can't show them respect and also listen like like you're saying you may not agree but don't immediately become defensive you know maybe listen and see where they're coming from and maybe you were wrong and maybe you were saying something offensive and just take it into consideration not again yeah well thanks guys so much for listening to us yes this is episode eight we're so glad that you guys have stuck with us this far and have continued to show super show a lot of love on our episodes We've been getting a lot of good feedback so Love you guys. You'll hear from us soon. Bye. Adios. Hasta luego.